Ladies and gentlemen, hello, hello, and welcome to a very special episode of Sherm in the Booth. Ooh, ooh. My name is Sherm. You guys are some true Chicagoans for coming out in January. It's snowing outside, it's freezing, and you're at the f***ing club at 1 a.m. Boys with the bass, yeah, boys, boys, bass. Who am I talking to right now? You're famous. <laughs> free food, free drinks, music. Girls, let's go. Do you like it? Cool. If you don't, goodbye. <laughs> I'm missing the most important part. Boys in the face, yes. We should throw like a crazy like bar mitzvah party. This, this is crazy. Send me stems. I finished it. <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? How is everyone doing? Just wait, you know it kicks in like three to five seconds afterward. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, yo, what is up everyone? And welcome back to another brand new episode of Sherman the Booth. I'm of course your host Sherm and today is a very, very special day for many reasons. Firstly, we're celebrating six years of Sherman the Booth. Six years! I'm not gonna lie. (laughs) I almost forgot because it seems like just yesterday that I was saying how crazy it is that it's already been five years. But you know what? Thank you so much to everyone that has supported me along the way. I can tell you with full confidence, I absolutely love what I do. Now, secondly, we have our first three-timer on the show today. Woo! My dear friend Isaac Palmer was in town, and we had such a fun time chatting and catching up. In episode 213, we got it all in and started by talking about the past, present, and future of Isaac Palmer. Now, Isaac is a three-timer, okay? I've been doing Sherman the Booth for six years, like I said, and he was on episode 11, one of my first guests. He was on again in 37, and it's no secret how much time has passed in between then. He's an incredibly smart and talented dude, and he caught us up on his full story and his successes in music, his travels around the world, and also some of his health complications he's dealt with over the years. Isaac, thanks so much for opening up. Powerful stuff throughout our entire conversation, my friend. Now, of course, we talked about the Isaac Palmer discography. Isaac is one of the most talented and hardworking producers I have ever met. He taught me almost everything I know about music production, and he's eight years younger than me. But you know what? He was born for this. And the time and effort that he's put in has led him to release tracks like Inception with Tony Jr. on Maximide Records, Need You with Thompson, and a remix of I Love You that's been supported from the Chainsmokers. Not to mention a slew of remixes that he's released for free over the years. Most notably, Skrillex's Ego Death, which is absolute heat. I can't wait for you guys to hear what Isaac has coming out the rest of this year and beyond. If there's one thing that I know about Isaac is that he is self-made and he's taken zero shortcuts in life. He's had to overcome more obstacles at his age than most people do in an entire lifetime. His passion for music has helped him get through some tough times and he continues to stay humble and motivated and gets in the studio on a daily basis. Isaac is the man and against all odds, he has networked his way to becoming a true force in the industry but a positive force at that. His story is an inspiration to me and so many others. I really mean it when I say that it's truly an honor to have Isaac on the podcast. I've seen him grow, literally, (laughs) over the years, and he's like a brother to me. When I think about how far he's come on a personal and professional level, I can't help but smile and get excited for the future that is ahead of him. He deserves everything coming his way, but he's the one who is making it happen. Isaac, thank you so much for coming on the show. I can't think of a better guest to have on three times and also celebrate six years of Sherman the Booth with me. So much love and respect for you, my man. 
Now, enough of me talking. Let's get into it right now so you guys can hear his story for yourselves. This is episode 213 with Isaac Palmer. Ladies and gentlemen, hello, hello, and welcome to Sherm in the Booth. It is my absolute honor to have one of my dear friends, Isaac Palmer, finally live in person on Sherm in the Booth. I'm so happy to be here. It's been a year. It's been years since I've been trying to get on here. Years, my guy. Apologies. My fucking uh, old style is spilling over. I'm drinking my drink. You're drinking your drink. drink. Vodka Red Bull guy. How, Tall boy, old style guy. Yeah, you know, eight o'clock on a Wednesday, vodka That's Red Bull. Perfect. Well, yeah, you're in. Um, you're always in Eastern time, right? Yeah, we're good to go. We're good to go. <laughs> but dude, this is fucking crazy because I was looking at it today. First time you were on the podcast was January thirty first, twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. What episode was that? Eleven. Wow. Eleven. Second time, February sixth, twenty eighteen. Isaac, it's fucking September 2022, and I want to tell you right here, right now, my man, you are the first guest to be on Sherman the Booth three times. No way. Wow. We've got a three-timer here. Here, here. Let's go. Cheers, baby. And I got to say, man, for a while, I was like, I don't know who it's going to be. You know, I've had a lot of people on twice and like a lot of good friends, but... It is just meant to be, man, because I am just so proud of you, bro, and there are so many things that I am excited to talk to you about today, but before we get into all of that, I just want to tell you, like, it is an honor knowing you, and it is a blessing being your friend, and you're a special fucking guy, and man, I owe you a lot of thanks for so much, and we're going to get into it, but cheers Thank to you, you my man. Cheers again. I feel so, so happy to know you as well, and you're one of my best friends. So. You are one of my best cheers. friends. That's cheers the fucking that. truth, man. This is what music does. Isaac and I have known each other since 2017, and goddamn, so much has happened since that episode of Sherman the Booth, since that version of Isaac Palmer, right? Like, the podcast has grown so much, you've grown so much as an artist, and we're here right now on the precipice of a really big cornerstone year for both of us. I agree, I agree. Right? Like, 2023 is going to be... I'm pretty nuts. I'm stoked. I'm working on so much stuff. I know you're working on a lot as well. Yeah. We got some really cool things planned. Dude, it's going to be amazing. And you know what? Before we get too ahead of ourselves, right? We have a lot to recap. And like I said, there's a lot that I want to cover with Isaac in this interview because if you know me, especially personally, it's very likely you know Isaac Palmer. And that's why I think it's really cool because today everyone's going to find out the Isaac Palmer that I know and love. (laughs) We're going to bring it yeah, out of you, go, my baby. guy. We're going to bring it out. Let's I go. gave you a vodka Red Bull, right? <laughs> I'm glad. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm really going to open up. We're, we're good. <laughs> but, dude, it, it's going to be a great interview, and I want to kick it off. And I know this is going to be a little tough to pin down, but, you know, since 2018, a lot has happened to you, and especially the past couple of years, a lot of great things. What's been one of the most memorable and exciting moments for you? You know, if you can dwindle it down to one one or two things one or two things yeah. wow okay that's tough i um, know hey welcome to sherman the booth man yeah big questions <laughs> yeah big questions <laughs> big questions <laughs> well this summer i went on a tour with my friends yep from europe um i've never done anything like that in my life before mm-hmm. um we played uh, i played seven shows i think it was seven Something so close to sick. Yeah, I played at Star Beach, which is a super legendary venue 
in uh, Greece on the island of Crete. Yep. And uh, what was that like? Because I just got back from my honeymoon in Greece and we talked about yes. this. But Crete is like a whole world of its own, isn't it? I, I've i never been to an island as big as Crete. It's, <laughs> it's pretty fucking it's big. Pretty yeah. Big. Like, <laughs> yeah. The first thing I did when I got off the plane there, I was like, how big is this place? And, yeah. And I guess it's one of the it's the biggest Greek island you can go to. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, And it's just it's beautiful. It's amazing. So cool, man. Yeah, I loved it. It was, and you have your, it's so interesting with the Greek island. You have your English side, mm -hmm. your Dutch side. Right. You have all your little niches where different nationalities go on vacation, which is very, very cool. Yeah. And dude, you have a lot of experience in Europe and we'll talk about this, but uh, let's not forget you're from Granger, Indiana, man. You I'm an Indiana boy. <laughs> yeah, oh, bro. As well. I'm yeah. an Indiana boy, Indiana right? Boys. Like, and sometimes we find ourselves a long way from home. And I always take a moment to appreciate one, like to be grateful, right? That I have the opportunity to go travel, but also like realize that like, dude, fuck it, let's have fun. I'm here, this is awesome. And that's something that I've always admired about you, Isaac, is you're just like in the moment, killing it. And again, to be fucking in Crete, DJing, crushing it with Tony, it's awesome. Thank you so much. I had, it was, yeah. The words can't even describe how amazing it was. It was such an amazing experience. Yeah. Like, I tried to live it up as much as I could and Hell yeah. really soak it all in. So, oh my God. I loved it. True superstar right here, bro. True superstar. Thank you. Thank you. The place was called Star Beach, right? Star Beach. Star yeah. Beach. You and that's like... It up. It's legendary. And so, like, compare that to, like, a Vegas club for, like, Vegas beach club for people that haven't been to Europe before. Yeah, it's, it's like, a, like a Wet Republic kind okay. of vibe. Okay, okay. Like, you know, it's not Vegas, it's Greece, but it's still right. it's still super intense. Yeah, and super fun, and the people go crazy. And yeah, they do. Like everyone, like Afrojack was there the same time we were. Oh like, Jesus! Like a, a week later. And yeah. So there were, you know, it's pretty. There's some pretty significant guys. Yeah. Who play there? And Tony's like one of the main headliners, and it's just very cool to see him do his thing there as yeah, well. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I love it. It was wild. Like. If you ever get a chance to go, yeah, you guys need to come. I'm... You hear that, ladies and gentlemen? We're going on tour with Isaac Palmer. 100%. Everybody. Everybody. Absolutely everybody. Hey, look at these sunglasses, by the way. They are your sunglasses. They're a Be little honest. big. They're I a little my, big. <laughs> I left my Ray-Bans in Vegas, uh -huh. so I had to go Classic. with that. You know. <laughs> they're, they're a little overkill, but yeah. I don't mind it. That's the thing, though, right? Everyone tells me I wear glasses that are too big for my face. So. Yeah, <laughs> and they're probably right. That's kind of that's kind of a unique swag, though. It is. It's it's different. And Dude, and you fucking you didn't make me, but I you you were like, this looks good on you. Bro, we were fucking city. walking around State Street yesterday. If I was by myself or with my wife, she would have definitely said no. Maya would have definitely said no. You know that, Isaac. It's always weird for you to say wife. I'm still getting used it to it. It is, dude. I'm still I know. getting used to it. I almost say it more just so I can try and get used to it, and it only makes it weirder. Yeah, but I love it. <laughs> I, I still love it. Hey, Tamaya. 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 We're going to do a lot of cheers. We might have to get refills here. This is the type of interviews I love, though, man, because, you know... Just over the years, being friends with you through music and then, you know, becoming close with you and your family and, and vice versa is just like what it's all about to me. It really is. You I know, agree. and <clears throat> this interview today is going to be fucking real. 
this is going to be super real. I just made a picture on Instagram today, and I talked about how social media can sometimes get the best of us. And, yeah. And I feel like you and I, it's going to be something different, and it's going to be super real, and mm -hmm. I'm super stoked about it. Right. Yeah, and we had a good talk about that recently when I, I came back from my honeymoon, and I told you I was like, I didn't even realize that I was burning out. I was working super hard. I was losing sense of myself, right? And like a lot of that is due to social media. And like, yeah. we always discuss like, where am I trying to grow? How am I trying to go with this direction? And all these millions of things that we have to think about. And that's why today and moving forward on Sherman the Booth, like I'm cutting the bullshit. We're going to get down to what people fucking talk about at dive bars in Chicago at 3 a.m. Real shit. Cheers to that, baby. I'm let's go, like, oh, baby. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> I love it. Right? But that's like... That has to happen. That's... That's, that's what... I want this podcast to be is just like something that people can relate to. And yeah, there's a lot of cool things that people might not know about you yet that I'm, I'm excited to unveil today. Oh, I'm, I'm excited to unveil them with you. Let's go, baby. Let's do it. Okay. I'm going sunglasses off. You know now. what? Let's do it. That was a nice, that was nice though. That was right? awesome. Yeah. Let's put them in here. So people will still know mm -hmm. that, you know, we're rich. <laughs> <laughs> So Isaac, if you guys didn't know, is a DJ producer and an incredible artist. And how I actually met him was uh, through SoundCloud, actually. I think I, I sh we're going to bring it up because I'm going to find the message where I shot you. I literally asked you to be on the podcast through your SoundCloud DMs, didn't I? Yeah, it was. It was SoundCloud. It was like Escape from Love, right? It was the Escape from Love remix, baby. Let's check this one out together. It's the first Isaac Palmer song I ever heard. It's his remix of Escape from Love with Dispose and Charles B. Yeah, and remind me, that track, that went top three, or it won, like, the talent competition for spinning? We, uh, it was, like, the remix competition for the Escape from Love on, yeah. the, on the talent pool. Yep. And we went number one on talent pool. So dope. Um, it was with Dispose and uh, Charles, Charles B. B. Yes. Who I didn't realize, like, I just was looking at it today, and Charles B is, like, fucking legit. Charles B is awesome. He's killing it. Yeah. Um, he's a French DJ. Yeah. Love him. Um. And dispose. I haven't spoken with him for a while. He's he's a great guy. He's from England, mm -hmm. um, and that was such a fun project. That was my first like thing I did when I was sixteen. That really like then I started taking things a little more. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but sixteen years old, man, and hitting number one on Spinning's Talent Pool competition is like pretty impressive. I, I was. It was cool, and I remember. Uh, House Nation. That was the first. Oh time. yeah, that but, YouTube channel. Yeah. Right. And, right. They posted it. I'm like, oh my god, House Nation posted my, wow, you know. So that was <laughs> that was so so crazy, you know. For, yeah, for me at that age, and it still it still is crazy. I'm, for sure. I'm, yeah. And one of the things that I feel like you and I have gotten along or gotten along because of there's not a lot of people, let alone in in the Midwest, except for Chicago, that like are pro producers and DJs. But Indiana, man, you know, I'm from Zionsville. You're from Granger, yeah. like. You get into this shit and very few people are kind of like, at least back when we were growing up and getting into it. Yeah. You know, now, dude, fucking kids are 13, 14, 15. Now you have every kid from on the block trying to 
trying to make music and, and it's I different love, now. I love it. It's, it's great. I agree. It's, it's totally different. You know, it's totally different for the culture. I love it. Yeah. But for for uh, it's just it's more difficult to try to get to that level. Yeah, it's become a saturated market for sure. And I, that's what's so cool about you is like since day one, you've been basically like, I'm gonna be an artist. I'm Isaac Palmer. I'm gonna put myself out there. Thank you. Right. That means a lot. I mean, is that I the have, truth though? It, it really is. I've I've networked my ass off. I've, yeah, I've networked really, really hard, and I've tried to make connections, and um, uh, I've tried to make friends. You know? Yeah, I, absolutely. I, care, I, I mean, I love working with with people and making music, but I care more about being friends with people. And yeah, and you know, I feel like if you're friends with people, it always, you know, it just goes further, and mm-hmm. and you can have a song with someone, mm-hmm. but. And then you might never talk to them again. And I, I value relationships and friendships. And that's something I really, really strive for myself yeah. as an artist. And as someone who's in the industry, that's what I want to do. What uh, I want to be friends with everyone. Absolutely. I mean, what fills you up then, Isaac? Is it, is it the moments with friends? Is it producing? Is it the perfect combination of those two? Well, I love playing shows, mm-hmm. but I haven't been able to do enough of that yet sure. to say it completely fills me up. Right. It completely fills me up when I'm able to do it, mm-hmm. you know, but I'm still not at the level where I can go play a show every week. I'm yeah. Not, really, not yet. Maybe right. soon. Maybe That's one the goal. Day. That's the goal. But I really think like, you know, making music, that really makes me, makes me super happy, especially when you have a great studio day or you're not in a, in a writer's block and you're just you have the vibe right mm-hmm. and that makes me super happy and then i i love spending time with my friends and yeah and you know all my buddies the majority of them they make music as well so it's it's always fun to be around like-minded people mm-hmm. you know just like you like we always yeah. have a great time together of and, course man and we could talk about everything and yeah um yeah i'm easy going <laughs> i think is this a is this a, a hinge profile right now? Yeah, I, I'm Isaac just got accepted to the most exclusive dating app. Can I reveal this? Yeah. What's it called? What's it called? Raya. Raya. I don't even know what the hell this shit oh is. Oh my! I I've been trying for like five years. This guy's fucking qualified, ladies. I got the text today. I was walking back from Chick Fil A, and I'm like, <laughs> Oh my god, they it can't be real. And then I found out I had to pay for it, but you know, hey. YOLO, YOLO. YOLO, absolutely. We'll save that money elsewhere. <laughs> Going back to the music, Isaac. Do you remember a moment, if there was one specifically, where you were producing or you were at a show or you heard a song and you were like, this is what I love? In terms of like me wanting to be in the music Yeah, business? like when you took it from uh, a passion or an interest to like a true goal and a career. Because 16, you hit number one, bro. So you're pretty young thinking about this seriously, you know? Yeah. I mean, you want me to just explain how I... Yeah, go into okay, it. So, Whatever, however you want to tell it. Yeah, let me explain. So when I started making music, I was uh, 14 years old. I was in middle school. And I, I tried to make, play basketball. That was the whole thing behind it. Mm-hmm. I wanted to play sports. Couldn't make the team. Mm-hmm. I had some stuff going on with my health. So... Mm-hmm. You know, I was playing piano at the time, mm-hmm. and then I discovered Calvin Harris. Mm-hmm. And I was, uh, I think it was like seventh or eighth grade, and I was sitting in piano class, 
And then I started slacking off. Instead of playing Beethoven, I was playing, uh, trying to make my own melodies and, yeah. and stuff on the on the piano. And and uh, and it was eighth grade year. We went to D.C. and my dad gave me a little spending money for the trip. <laughs> and he's like, just get a T-shirt or a hat or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I ended up saving all the money that he gave me, all the spending money for my D.C. trip. And I came back. And I got massive from Native Instruments, the synthesizer. Wow. And silent and so. You, that, dude, not every kid was doing that. No. And <laughs> no, no, definitely not. And th- so that's kind of how it started, like my journey in production. Mm-hmm. And and it was just after I heard, the, it was the Calvin Harris Motion album. Yeah, of that's course. That's what it was. It was yep. Motion. And I heard that and I'm like, wow, I want to do what he does. Yeah. And, uh. And I think that big moment, you know, I, I was making music and in twenty sixteen I had the spinning thing. Right. That was cool. Right. But I really think the big moment was when I went to uh when I went to Europe the first time. Yeah. Um, with my buddy Tony in yep. twenty seventeen. I think that was the big moment where I was like, Wow, like I think I could maybe do something with this for my career mm-hmm. maybe one day. You know? Yeah. It just like hit me. Like, wow, I'm in Europe with with one of my buddies who's a super big DJ. And, mm-hmm. you know, it just really hit me. Like, maybe I have some opportunities. I could maybe do this for a career. Yeah. So that's the big, like, moment, I think. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, you, crazy. You went outside of your comfort zone, right? And I think there's something to be said about, one, knowing where your comfort zone is, two, right? Like, call it homeostasis. And then, two, knowing when it's time to go out because... Unless you challenge yourself, in my opinion, you'll never grow, right? With obstacles comes overcoming those obstacles, right? And figuring those things out. And we'll talk about it more, but like you were struggling with a lot of things, right? Like you're dealing with health issues. Yeah. Weren't you, um, you went to high school, but weren't you, you were home a lot, right? Yeah. So I, uh, I, I was home in high school. Right. I went freshman year. Right. And, uh. Freshman year didn't go too hot at Penn. It was Penn High School. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I ended up uh, coming home and went online for the yeah. rest of high school. Right. And uh, yeah, it, that was due to some health issues. And also like in high school, I experienced like some bullying my freshman year. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that affected me pretty badly. Yeah. And so I made the call to like, I spoke to my parents about it and you know, my mom was pretty supportive. My dad was like, I don't know, like, but then he, he came around and agreed to it, mm-hmm. you know, but that's a big thing when, when you when your kid wants to go bully online, you know, your kid says that, right? Exactly. Yeah. So, so that was, you know, that was a big, a big change. But mm-hmm. for me, it was honestly the best thing I could have done with my life. And, and I, it allowed me to continue to do school while 100% being able to pursue my passion yeah. for music and really take it to the next level. Yeah. So it was, yeah, that was cool. It wasn't cool, but it was. It was I, cool. I feel I like see. everything happens for a reason. You know? Yeah, man, for sure. And I'm glad that you can, first off, thanks for opening up about yeah, that. And, yeah. and I appreciate you saying that because it's no secret that bullying and and uh you know call it identity issues and things like that right are like a big problem in today's society not just in america 
No, and all over the world, I feel like bullying, and that's one of my things. I, I really want to be a. Be one of those people that can be an advocate, you know, against bullying, and because mm -hmm. I've been in that situation. Yeah, you like, were challenged. Yeah, I, I had some people who bullied me, and yeah, you know, I, I think maybe everyone has it at one point in their life, and yeah, I had it throughout school, and uh, I'm I'm good now. Fuck yeah, you are. But you know, some people have have really they have a difficult time overcoming that. So yeah, I want to be an advocate as much as I can for that. And for people who experience that stuff. It's amazing, man. And, yeah. And through music, you kind of found a new path in life, right? I did. I did. I I was able to find something I was truly, truly passionate about. Yeah. And it changed my my mindset and, and mm -hmm. everything. So I'm, I'm so thankful. It's awesome, dude. I'm so thankful, yeah. That's awesome, man. And you've had such an amazing career in music and you're just getting started. So you're 22 right now, right? Yes. 22 years old. 22. 22. This guy just turned 21. Was I? I was with you uh, on your 21st. I remember, right? It was. Uh, wasn't it? Your birthday's in October. No, you were with me. 21st. I was at home last year because I couldn't. Oh, uh, I, I right, 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 year. right, right. Um, we celebrated it though, didn't we? We did. We did. We celebrated it in like January. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we did like six months later, but we did celebrate. We did celebrate. I love it. And dude, it's it's fucking awesome because you're just like just coming into your own right now. Like, so just so you guys know, like Isaac is is the person who literally taught me how to produce. I didn't even realize that he was gonna become this mentor and and you know example of how to go about your life in the music industry. And do you remember Tony and I, Tony Ferrara? I'm gonna send this clip to him because he hates it. <laughs> we sent you a track and there was a gain on every single track. <laughs> and you, that. Isaac, fucking 16, 17 years old, were like FaceTiming with you and you did your thing where you go, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so there's a gain on, a gain, literally the fucking plugin. And it's like, we were like, yeah, dude, it fucking sounds great, right? <laughs> it's like so loud. And you're like, yeah, no, it sounds really loud. <laughs> I've always been like, especially when I was younger, I was so bad at giving like feedback and a nice, you know, I had to always be nice. To right. I still am. But, you know, now I'm a little more honest. And mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, it sounds great. It's just completely distorted. You know? Dude, I mean, and to think like where I was at then, you know, which is so cool, bro, because I mean, you're one of those people who has actually seen me sort of behind the scenes develop yeah. with music, with the podcast, with DJing. You know, you've been there every step of the way. So I, I think that's why I find a special place in my heart for you because I feel like you're right there next to me. And yeah. that's the cool thing about the music industry is like while we have a whole friendship outside of the music industry, it's still so much fun for me to call you and be like, gotta get here, dude, what do you think of this idea? And you do the same thing for me. And yeah, it's like exactly. this really special thing. And and I think people experience that in sports um, a lot, but really any sort of creative. But in our world, bro, in this fucking DJ world, not everything makes sense to most people, right? Like when I tell Maya something, she's like, I'm really excited for you, you know? Yeah. But what I'm trying to say is to see how you've developed at teaching me certain things and maybe i've and vice versa, yeah. exactly you know i think it's just like so awesome bro like to be walking in here today and you running me through these projects that you're working on right now like you are fucking 50 times the producer you were five six years ago i i 
I 100% agree with you. I Thank God you do yeah. because it's the truth, man. Thank you. Thank you. Your process, your strategy, your theory, your your knowledge, your experience, like just everything. How you do it is one which is I think is really important for producers out there no matter how good you think you are or how good you are to always be curious to learn more sometimes from people that may know less. Exactly. And, and definitely more. And what I love about about that and, and I think this goes with anything music production I'll talk about it in the sense of music production yeah but with anything um I always you always have to be eager to learn mm -hmm. and I know with music specifically production there's 25 ways you can do the same thing and that's so what I, true that's what did you what say I to love. me earlier there's no rules there's no rules yeah <laughs> I mean of course as long as you don't have the gain up ah like yeah that is a rule that's the only rule but other than that like <laughs> There's not many rules. You can do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. And and that's what I love about music. And even to this day, I'm still learning and teaching myself new things to better me as a producer and and just continue to, to grow. Yeah. And that's what I love about it. Stay humble, right? Yes. I'm, I'm like nowhere where I want to be yet. I'm right. not even close. But I'm so excited that I'm, I'm at least working to get there. You know, do, do you kind of at this point, like, you know, uh, just to draw a parallel to sports again, right? Like Michael Jordan and these professional athletes, like Kobe Bryant probably is the best example. Yeah. He knew how to get better and he knew that it took time and effort to do that. Do you see that parallel for you in, in the studio? Yes. Yes and no. Like I know how to get better, mm -hmm. but it also with music, especially it's the rules change every because it's subjective, right? Yeah, Versus like, like if I'm Kobe Bryant, I just have to score. You have to know exactly how to play basketball. And basketball mm -hmm. never changes. Music changes. It Like styles change. Yeah. Change. Yeah. Like for, for example, in 2019, before the whole COVID thing, mm -hmm. I made like five or six really good, good songs. Yeah. Like there's some of my best songs I think I've ever made. Mm -hmm. And they ended up not being able to come out. They haven't released yet mm. just because of COVID and, you know, and since COVID happened, the style changed. Yeah. So, you know, you either have to adapt and change. So it's just, that's just a prime example, Yeah. you know, and you have to continue to just grow with the times. You do. Um, but yeah, I do see a parallel on the way I can better myself yeah. for the future. What would be your advice? To someone, and, and I think you'll like this question, not who's getting into it, but maybe who's somebody like me, right? Like, how do I focus on getting better? If I, like, have the fundamentals, I have the knowledge, I can produce a track, but I want to take it to the next level. I think if you just keep, for me, I, I sat in the studio every day for, like, eight hours a day. <laughs> you do. You have yeah, been doing it for do years. It. Yeah. I still do it. Yeah. And, and for me, it's just, like, it's like anything. The more time you put in, yeah. the better you're going to get. And it just takes time. So Good point. if you try to rush it, mm -hmm. you will, you won't grow. You won't get better. You'll yeah. just get more disappointed and upset at yourself. Yeah. But if you just take the time and you, and you, you really put, put your all in and take the time to really learn. And that's the best advice I can give. So take your time. Yeah. And sometimes that can be difficult. Right. With, with, with some circumstances, that can be really difficult. And like social media, like we talked about earlier, right? Yeah. Like if I'm not putting out music, putting out content, then like, am I even relevant? Yeah, it's a very difficult 
uh, business and, and job. Yeah. Um, That's why it's a dream job, right? Because it's not for everybody. No, exactly. But yeah. I really think it all starts with the music. Mm-hmm. And if you can really prove like, okay, I have, if, as long as you love your music. Yeah. And you know, of course it has to be good. But if you love it, then eventually other people will love it as well. You know? Yeah, you just have to sure. love what you're putting out. Yeah, absolutely. And that if it makes you happy and you love it and you want to play it, I mean, then that's what's going to continue, I think, to make you better mm-hmm. and make you grow as a producer. And yeah, that's what I've always been told. It's like a fine line that you're trying to 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 see. It's like I want to be original, but also it's important if I think about it, want to make money in this game, right? I need to sometimes adhere to certain to certain uh, genres exactly but like that's that's kind of the fun part that i think a lot of people consider it to be a huge blockade is it like how do i dip my toe in the tech house pool but also have the whole other part of my body in isaac palmer's hot tub i understand weird ass metaphor but i think it kind of makes sense (laughs) (laughs) i love it 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 got me a little bit you know (laughs) yeah that was that was very original. <laughs> that was very original. Isaac's Palmer's hot tub is so sick, ladies, by the way. <laughs> you know, I I think that's the exact, like, you just said the answer to my, like, the last question you asked about the parallel. Yeah. That's the hardest part, you know? Right. Being original, but also sticking to a trend. I mean, right now, you can't go out and put out, I mean, you can't go put out 2012 Big room right now. It's never going to... No. It's not going to work like it did before. Right. You can put it out. And but, you can love it. Yeah, but maybe it's not going to go. Yeah. So there is a, a fine line on like, okay, we can move into a, you know, to a techier tech house or hard style or whatever it might be. Yeah. A growing trend. Yeah. But then you should try to create something original around that trend. Yeah. And that's the hardest part. That's extremely difficult. Um, yeah, and that's something I can't tell anyone how to do. That's just right. You have to just randomly try stuff on your computer and hope it works out. You <laughs> that's know? true. That's, that's true. That's the fun part, but also the it's fun, but it's also not fun. Yeah, you know. So, what about when it comes to you making your music? Because you have an incredible discography of originals, remixes, collabs, bootlegs, edits, mashups. Right, like it's. It's all Isaac Palmer, baby. Yeah. But your sound has evolved a lot. So if you can like retrace your steps to, you know, the escape from love Isaac Palmer to where you're at now, like what do you think has changed in, in terms of your approach with this business knowledge? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm really like, like you said, you have to love what you're doing, but you also in the terms of a business, you have to know how to monetize. Yes. Let's be realistic. Yeah. Like my goal is to, to make money with this and, yeah. you know. To make it's all to do what I love, but it's also I want to do this for a job. It's a career. So yeah, it is. Um, but yeah, in terms of how I've grown, I was a uh, it was piano house stuff, the good old piano house. Hell yeah! yeah. I still love it. Yep, it's still such a vibe. <laughs> I think we did like two or three piano house songs. I did the Escape from Love and the Gecko. Gecko. Yeah, I forgot about yeah, that. That was also with Dispose. Yes. Escape, yes. That was cool. That was fun. Um, that was Piano House. Mm-hmm. And I'm slowly going a little harder. So I was piano, and now I make like 
more, it's not bass house, but it's kind of like EDM, but not EDM, you know? Um, yeah. EDM's kind of, it's not EDM, but it's it's harder. It's how would you stuff. How would you just like Sparknotes define EDM, Isaac? Because I feel like a lot of people think it's all EDM, right? Yeah, that's a very difficult thing. EDM, it's Calvin Harris. It's yeah, Zed. It's, like, yeah. Like Martin Garrix. Yeah. You know? And that's EDM. But you also have so many different genres within EDM. Because it's all electronic dance music. It's so weird what I how always this say happened, about, right? What, okay, I got it. I got yeah, it. yeah, yeah. What I always say about EDM is EDM is stuff that you can really jump to. Okay, know? yep. Like, you can really jump to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have, like, the house and the tech house, which is... It's dancing. more like the dancing, yeah, shuffling kind of music. Right, right, right. So I guess that's what I really like. What EDM is like stuff that you can really, you can jump around. You feel like you want to jump around to it. Right. So that's, and I feel like I lie in the in the middle of the stuff that you can dance to mm-hmm. and the stuff that you can jump to. Yeah. I like to fall in between those two. Because you're inspired by a lot of different artists. I am, I am. Um, I have so many influ- and so many people I'm influenced by and inspired by. Mm-hmm. Should I? You want me to tell? Them? Yeah, you baby. Me- I'm teeing it up. <laughs> um, some of the big ones are uh, Calvin Harris, of course. Yep. But that guy, he like anything he touches is like gold. So I hope people know how talented he is if they already don't. Just look him up on Spotify. Ninth most stream artist in the world on Spotify. That's insane. Yeah, that's pretty. An electronic music producer. But he's so much more than that. Yeah. He, he's, he's influenced a generation of people. He's a visionary. He's, he's a, visionary. a huge influence of mine, too. So I feel you on that, man. Um, yeah. Who else? I I love the... Um, I'm thinking of all the DJs that I love their music. You know? Yeah. What about, like, let's start with, like, some of the early ones, and then we can go to right now. Okay, early ones. Yeah. I love Martin Garrix. Of course. He was, like, he was awesome. Mm-hmm. Big inspiration. Um, Timmy Trump is really awesome. Fuck yeah. He, I, I love, like, I love his music, but I also, like, he's a little hard for me. <laughs> um, but he's just, like, his vibe is it's very inspirational. Yeah. Um. My uh, one of my good good friends, Tony Junior. Yep, he's inspiring to me. Um, the Chainsmokers. Yep, they're very inspirational to me. Yep. Um, and even early on, like really early on, I love their stuff. Like, Same. Tiesto. Tiesto is Tiesto. <laughs> you can never, you can never go wrong with Tiesto. You can't. Um. Yeah, I feel like getting my phone and scrolling and seeing what I'm listening to. Wow. What about today? Um, today. Today, I really love... Uh, you were just talking about James Hype. James Hype. I love James Hype, mm-hmm. yes. And I love... Um, there's this guy, his name's Odd Mob. I don't know if you know him. Yeah, 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 of course. You like, you like Odd Mob? Yeah, Left to Ride, and he has like the Mobamba remix that's sick. And, yeah. And uh, I love his stuff. But I'm also inspired by like the guys who do like dubstep and like Crank Dad. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I love those guys. So I'm... I'm really all over the board. I'm so random. I I think I think that's Flux Pavilion. 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 <laughs> Pavilion. Pavilion. I yeah. was like, who's Pavilion? Oh yeah. It sounds cool when you say Pavilion's like dog. Yeah, Pavlov's dog. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's his alter ego. That's the thing today, though. 
why I wanted to ask that question is because when we were first getting into it, sure, there was house and techno and dubstep, right? But where we're at now, artists have so much more of an opportunity to get that visibility and fan base and all that stuff, right? So it's like, no wonder you're influenced by a lot of different people now because that barrier to entry has just slowly, well, not slow. I would say it was going slowly and then technology caught up to everything. Yeah. Right. And now people like Flux Pavilion are inspired by maybe somebody like Isaac Palmer, right? Who's younger in the game. And it's just this really, really cool melting pot of genres it, right it now. Is. There's, I mean, dude, there's no fucking limits. There's no restrictions. Collaborations are insane these days. And that's the, that's the amazing part, but it's also like the weird part of the, the music industry. Yeah. Like the dance, you don't know. You have so many options. You have so many things you can do. <laughs> yeah. But you also like, you're like, okay, what's the label going to sign? Like, that is a very good point. Like I have, I have like some really interesting music and it's similar to some stuff that's been signed already, but like maybe a label doesn't want that. So it's they're just, looking for the next thing. Yeah. So it's really interesting. Like it's just interesting, you know? And you have so many options and so many different influences and so much genre mashing yep. that it's also like you don't know what everyone wants these days. You don't. Apart from your, your they standard. They want it all, don't yeah, they? Yeah. Apart from the standard like tech house and yeah. stuff that's trending. Mm -hmm. So it's just so interesting for me as yeah, an artist. For sure. And that's, that's one of the things as an artist that, again, we have to deal with where it's like we... You make music for you, but then you release it and you're like, does anybody like this? Like labels yeah. didn't want it, you know, and you just expect so much of yourself sometimes when it comes to your creative process. And I think that's why a lot of artists, like, they are hesitant to release music. And I saw, I read, uh, I watched an interview with David Guetta mm -hmm. and uh, I love David Guetta, by the way. He's, yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. I, uh, I watched an interview with David Guetta and he said, when you make a hit, mm -hmm. He's like, then it becomes harder because people expect to have another hit. Yeah. You know? and, and I haven't made a hit yet. Right. I hope I make a hit yeah. someday. That would be amazing. Yep. But even now, like I've signed a few records and they've done a pretty okay. Right. I've been on some, I've been on spinning and some right. cool labels. Yep. But now I feel like the need, like I have to be good enough to go back on spinning. I have to be good enough to get signed back to here to get... So I have, I feel like, you know, I didn't have much pressure before, but I really feel like the pressure for me personally, I have like pressure to, to make it, to make it, you know, and to do the right thing and to yeah. be strong and yeah. get the right stuff done. Right. So I think that's been a struggle for me lately is I feel like this pressure building on my shoulders, like I need to do this. I need to do that. Yeah. You know, I understand. So that can be a difficult thing as you start to like if you sign a cool record deal or whatever it is you know yeah. and you get a little bit of taste of how it feels then you feel like you need to really you know you just feel the, the that's urge. true it's true it's the brutal reality of this all and you yeah. think david it's, Guetta has had a lot of hits it's the best part it's the best and the worst part of the <sighs> business it's the double-edged sword man and dude i mean seriously though all things considered you may not have had a hit yet but you've released some really really good music and thank you thank you so much your remixes are, are something that i've i've 
always loved so much because you remix so many different songs, man. I mean, you know, like we talk about the progressive songs, Escape from Love that you remixed um and uh ego death right like it's so much variety that you have that was so fun that was a great project how do you choose what to remix does it just like call out your name yeah it does literally i'm on spotify and listen to it (laughs) and it says isaac remix me (laughs) oh yeah ego death that was uh that was during COVID, i think Mm -hmm. and yeah i remember when you sent it to me it was like uh summer 2020 yes yes and that was so fun because I love the ending of the song mm-hmm. when they had like FKA twins. I think that's what yeah. they are. And that was their part of the song. And I'm like, yeah, these guys need to shine. Yeah. I want them fully in the song. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, this needs a house remix and it's going to, it's going to be cool. And yep. it turned out very well. Dude, it's, it's doing pretty well right now. It's still doing really well. I think it's got like 40,000 plays on SoundCloud. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It? And that's just like you putting it out there. Yeah. I just, Put it out and yeah, it did pretty pretty good. Yeah, I guess. it's absolutely fire. But your most recent remix, Chainsmokers, I Love You, fucking incredible, dude. Thank you. I know you guys are gonna love this one too. It's Isaac Palmer's remix of the Chainsmokers, I Love You. In the range outside and I'm thinking about who sends. Even though I could tell, I don't wanna be just friends. I think it's my favorite remix of yours and I think it's probably because where you're at stylistically right now is like what resonates with me. Yeah, that's kind of what like, I like all your music, but like for me that's like a track that like I'm down to drop. Yeah, you, you know can tell I mean? like I'm going a little, you know. Yeah. It's fucking hard. Let's kick it to the next level here, and baby. I want to ask you about the story and you can tell us, but you made two versions of that song, right? Two versions of the remix. Yeah, yeah, I did. I made two versions. <laughs> um, I made like a really cool And like, the, the EDM EDM-y one is really good too. Yeah, it was like, it kind of reminded me of like Alesso vibes, you know, yeah. like happy, like good for Spotify kind mm-hmm, of stuff. For sure. Um, I still love, that's like one of my, favorite versions you know <laughs> it's so good um but yeah the story behind that um we go way back should i like you want me to tell take the us back story? bro i want to hear it um so i actually know the guys from the chain smokers yep they're like they're good friends of mine well not good friends but they're friends i think they're good friends they're, they're becoming good friends um but uh i met them at hooters in um south bend indiana actually 
that was 2018, I think. Yes, yeah, 2018. So they were on tour. They were on the, I don't know which album it was, Sick Boy, I think, or Memories Do, I think it was Memories Do Not Open. Yeah. I think. Because they had Memories Do Not Open and then Sick Boy and then now just the recent one. Yeah, they had like World War Joy and then they had this So Far So Good Now. and that's Dude, they've released so much music. They're killing it. They're yeah. Like, I love them. But yeah, it was one of their tours. I, don't know, I think it was Memories, but I'm not sure. Um, and they were playing at Notre Dame, which mm -hmm. is the, I'm in South, I live near Notre Dame. So um, so my mom bought tickets to the show mm -hmm. and um, and I stalked their Instagram, right? <laughs> I was stalking their Instagram because I wanted the email. Mm -hmm. All I wanted was was Alex and Drew's email so I could send them some music. Yeah, of course. And, uh, and uh, I saw they were at Hooters. <laughs> so I, you know, my, I like talked to my mom about it before and she, I'm like, should I go? And she's like, yeah, you need to go. So she kind of like gave me a little shove to, to go, go to Hooters. Yeah. And I drove so fast. <laughs> I'm like, please don't leave. I drove, I drove so fast to Hooters. Um, and I pull up and then I see Alex standing outside smoking and I'm like, okay. Yeah. Here well, we go. I got this. Here we go. <laughs> I got out of my car. And I'm like, okay, dude, it's going to be good. It's going to be fun. <laughs> and I walked up to him and like, hey, are you the chain smokers? And, and he's, this is like, it's actually what I was like, hey, are you the chain smokers? He's like, yeah. 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 And I'm like, like, could I get your email, man? And he's like, of course, bro. Like, of course, dude. And he, uh, he gave me his email and, uh, and I ended up going home and I was like, wow, like, what am I going to send them first? Yeah. <laughs> um, what a moment though right it like, was it was such a big moment you went out there and got it Isaac I went out there to Hooters I got his email and I left I love that it's out of Hooters in South Bend too, yeah right yeah it was <laughs> legendary legendary excuse me in our, e in our email thread now mm -hmm. it still says Hooters ND <laughs> <laughs> we, we still have the Hooters thread going yeah hell yeah <laughs> how can you not how well, can you not um but yeah, then I, I, you know, I went home and I went to the show the next day or whatever. And, and I sent him some music mm -hmm. like the week later and they're like, Hey, Hey buddy, like it's, it's really good. You know? And even me thinking back to then, I didn't think it was now as I progressed, I don't think it was that good. Right, right, right. But it was still so cool for them to reply and they saw something. And yeah. And, and, uh, so I've known him for like five years now. Crazy, um, dude. Really crazy. And so they sent you the stems and you got the chance to remix it. Yeah. So I was in Vegas. I've been going to Vegas. I was in Saturn 21. Um, Life's been good. Life's been great. Yeah. <laughs> Life's been great. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, I love it. They, they've been inviting me to Vegas. So mm -hmm. I uh, I went to Vegas. With, I've been to Vegas with him like every like month, every couple of weeks I go to Vegas mm -hmm. when I have the chance. Yep. And uh, just to hang out with them and go to the show and. Enjoy yourself. It's a fun time. I've heard. And yeah. they're really fun people to be around. Um, it's amazing though, dude. And I, uh, I, we were like drunk Vegas night. You know how it goes. And yeah. and the next morning, I'm like, I sent Alex a message like, Hey, bro, can I, can I, try to remix one of the songs? Yeah. And he's like, Yeah, of course. Let me connect you to the label and and uh, and they ended up sending me the stems for "I Love You," mm -hmm. um, which is my favorite song of that album. Yeah, I, I love it. It's like one of my favorite songs. and It's really good. I had such a vision going into it, like, oh, 
if I got this opportunity, I know exactly yep. which route I would go. And, yep. And it was such a cool, cool, cool thing. So I got all the stems and I, I got right to work and it was just, just one, that was a big moment for, for my, for myself as an artist. Like, wow, I'm, I'm getting the remix someone that I really, really care about. Yeah, for sure. So full circle, man. Cheers to you, cheers. Isaac. Let's do it again. Cheers. Cheers to the chain smokers as well. Cheers to the chain smokers. I fuck with those guys so hard. Like I always have, and you know, they're always a hot topic. And I remember they came out with their uh, Small Pools Dreaming remix a long time ago. I don't I don't even know You don't know it? I don't even know what you're talking about. Okay. Well they know. <laughs> and so does millions of people in my generation too. Okay. And the sound of it was so good. And they also they just had so many songs when I was really getting into electronic music that I was like, wow, fuck yeah, the Chainsmokers. And then Selfie came out, right? And it's just a fucking viral hit. Yeah. And I've just been watching them on their journey and um, always interested in like their background, you know, East Coast guys. I think Drew's from Connecticut or? I think he's from Maine. Maine, but East Coast guys. Yeah, East New, Coast. New York, a lot of New York. Yeah. And... Uh, they're just humble guys, and uh, they deserve a lot of fucking credit because they are truly talented and they work really hard. And um, they they deserve a lot of credit. They they've they helped do. me out a lot. And, and their done, shows are fucking awesome. Their too. shows are so. I've been to like two encore beach club shows now, and they are super freaking lit. They're entertainers. They are the best. They're the best. Seriously, and that's like I look up to them in that regard because I talk to DJ Susan about this all the time, and we talk about it too. This is like a performance art, dude. Like you're putting on a show. Like people want to be entertained and playing music as a DJ is 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 pretty easily found these days, right? Yeah. So like what sticks out about you even if you are a big act, even if you are an incredible producer. They do it. Yeah, they do. They they like hands out to them. They're the best. People walk away like they're, mind fucked. Yeah, they're some of the best entertainers I know personally. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um but yeah, absolutely even apart from the entertainment like in them as djs and artists they're mm -hmm. just like like i consider alex a, a friend of mine and yeah he's, he's just such a nice person and it's great man they're the most down to earth some of the most down to earth guys i know for for their success yeah level. and just super thankful to be able to be it's great spending some time with them so and and the the remix that you made it speaks for itself so well, if you guys you. haven't heard that you got to go check that out it's for free download too right it is Isaac, you give away too much, <laughs> too much, man. But anyway, so that's the remixes, all right? People, if you haven't fucking heard some of his music, go to his SoundCloud, check out these remixes because they're awesome. But we've talked about this throughout this interview, is you being Isaac Palmer, the original music producer, bro. You've got a lot of great original tunes. And there's one that I want to talk about in particular with a guy you've mentioned a few times. Tony Jr., Inception on Maximize. Get ready for this banger. This one's called Inception by Isaac Palmer and Tony Jr. on Maximize Records. Yes. 
This was a pivotal track for you as an artist and a really cool, unique thing that you did with Tony to release on Spinning, Maximize, you know, through Blaster Jacks. Yeah. And I mean, I know we just told the whole story of the Chainsmokers, man, but this Tony Jr. story is like, it's really, really, really special. Yeah. And uh, I have a lot of respect for Tony, too. I, I He was someone like the Chainsmokers to me where I was a huge fan. His collaboration with Steve Aoki and Nervo and also, of course, Tiesto and him as an original producer on his own. He's also like the fucking coolest guy ever, like literally just like he's, he's tatted like, up, fucking stud, you know, <laughs> but he's like the nicest guy, too. He's like one of those guys. But you had this track come out and it was a long time coming. How did it feel? And we'll tell the Tony story in a little bit, but like just fast forward to like finally getting that track out with like your friend, your mentor, yeah, and just it, like your confidant. It was crazy. Like we, yeah, I don't know, seven years or eight years I've known Tony. Mm -hmm. And uh, and after like seven or eight years, he's like, yeah, let's do a song together. I'm like, <laughs> like okay. Yeah, I'm down. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. sure. And uh, shout out to the Blaster Jack guys. Those guys are awesome. Yeah. Thank you for signing my song. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was such a cool, like for me, like my dream since I was 12 years old, 13 years old, whenever I started making music was like spinning records, maximize. Yep. Like I saw the big S and I'm like, wow. I remember getting the contract and seeing maximize and the big S for spin. I'm like, wow. Fuck yeah. This is crazy. Yep. Um. So that was such a, a big, like, for me as an artist, that was like, wow. Mm -hmm. like, I I did it. Exactly, you know, I got, man. Like, that was a goal for, for, for a long, long time. And I think for any, like, someone my, for anyone my age who started in that age of EDM was that spinning. S, and, that S logo. Yeah. I just, it was such a big, pivotal moment for me as, a, as an artist. And it was with my best friend. Yeah. You know, so that was even more fun. So um, cool, man. Yeah, I love it. And it's a great track, too. Thank and, you. Thank um, you. It bangs live. Remember I dropped it uh, at Soundbar? I do remember. Was you, I, was on, I went on stage with you. Yeah, 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 yeah dude. Yeah. And I think I had played it. Uh, I don't know if I had played it live. And it's one of those songs where you play live, you're like, Foof, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it really... It has some burn, 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 burn. Yeah, it's it's good. It's, it's pretty punchy, you know. It's very punchy. Yeah, yeah it fucking you're like, hoof, hoof. You feel something. <laughs> that's like what I call EDM. You want to jump to it, you know? That's, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. It was. It's a fun one. That tr it. that track is amazing, though. Thank man. you so much. But uh, the story with you and Tony goes way back, like you said, further back than you and I. Yeah, that's uh, probably a two a year or two before I met you. Yeah, and remind me, you just basically messaged him through Snapchat? Yeah, so he had... Once uh, again, was, Isaac hustling, okay? Yeah. I, hustling well, from another, a young age, dude. This is another, like, five-minute story, but here we go. Here, here we, we go. go, here we go. Um, It was uh 2015, the end of 2015, like November-ish, December, and uh, Tony had a song with Tiesto called Get Down come out. Which is fucking a banger. Yeah crazy love it um and it was like one of my favorite songs and uh i was actually like a fan of tony and i'm still a fan but of course you know different type of fan now. yeah yeah but uh but he opened up his snapchat like publicly so his fans and his friends and people from around the world could message him mm -hmm. and 
I, I don't even remember. I sent him a video, and then I sent him a, a video, uh, and then he replied. He's like, keep up the good work. And then I sent him a, another video of like a song I was working on. And then he's like, and then he's like, I want to help you. You know, it was super like random. Through Snapchat. Yeah, and we like, every time we explain the story, because like, <laughs> a lot of people ask like, oh, how do you know each other? And yeah. Every time both, we're both explaining it, right? Yeah. And we still just don't know like why it worked out. But <laughs> it's like, like Tony says like something in like my heart, like really felt like I really needed to like get to know me, you know, mm -hmm. get to know you. And so it was just weird. Yeah. Know? It's like a, I always call it like a random thing from the universe that sometimes happens where it's just like meant to be. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And then we started talking and he came on tour in mm -hmm. 2016 in America. Yep. And he came to my house for like five days with, with his tour manager, Brian. Yep. Who's also like one of my best, best friends. Brian's the fucking man. Brian's the man. He, uh, yeah, he's, they're just like my family, you know? And, yeah. But I've, uh. I've gotten to know them like so well. I've, I've been traveling to Amsterdam ever since I knew him. Mm -hmm. Ever since he came to my house for mm -hmm. that week in 2016. Yeah. Um, I went to Amsterdam. My parents sent me by myself. Um, so How I, was that conversation? Yeah, like <laughs> we booked my flight and they're like, they, I know they spoke with Tony and Brian, like you better take care of my kid. Yeah. You know, I was 17 <laughs> and they, uh, I went for it. And mm -hmm. that was my first time I ever had a drink. In a club. So that was that was a cool experience. Hell yeah, it was. Um, and I, it was just, I have so many memories with these guys. And mm -hmm. and they were very special people to me. Yeah. Shout out to Tony and Brian. Shout out to Tony and, and Brian and um, everyone else. And I think that there's a lot to be said, too. You know, you're talking a lot about everybody else, Isaac. But I just do want to take a second to say, everybody sees something in you, man. You know, we really do. Well, I really appreciate that. I, I, I don't expect, like, for me, like, I I have some really cool friends. You know, I have Alex, and I have Tony and Brian, and, and I have so many amazing people that are, like, helping me and just just being good to me and, and good friends, and, mm -hmm. and I really value that. So I'm I'm thankful for everyone that's that's been there for me and yeah. are helping me along the way with this and just... Not even helping you, just being there for me and yeah. being a good friend. You as well. Like, you've been there for years, just just as a good, good friend. I got your back, bro. And that's like, for me, I value that way more than working on a song with someone. Or, mm -hmm. you know, if I can make Deeper. A, if I can make a good friend and have a have a friend that I can have for a long time. Yeah. That that makes me so much happier than than trying to make a song with someone. Or, yeah, you know yeah, what I yeah. Mean? That that is actually it, Isaac. You just kind of said what I've never been we able to say. We don't even have say. a song together yet, right? Yeah, dude. We, like, I mean, we should probably work on that. But. Yeah, yeah, we should work on that. In this game and in this world, we're almost raised and we experience it in so many ways where people use and abuse to get their way. And um, you, as someone who's trying to make it in the music industry, have made great connections in the music industry. But above all, like you said, they're better friends, and that is what matters to you. Yeah, I, I care 
Like, of course, it's really cool, you know, that I have some really amazing... Right, people. right, but you're not, like, fucking walking around the streets telling everybody, like, most people would. Yeah, and I don't care about... I don't care... I don't care about who they are. I don't care about who anyone is. As right. long as... Like, of course, you're inspired by them, but, you know, it's all about, like, people and how nice they are, and that's more... I value that mm -hmm. way more than anything else in this world. Because... um it takes a lot to become a good friend of mine. I have like, you know, I have high expectations. Well, and, and I mean, going back, man, you got bullied at a young age, so like. Yeah, and for someone to be a good friend, and mm -hmm. I feel like um, you really have to take that for granted these days. Yeah. To have a good, true friend, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's really, what you know, that's what I value. I fucking love that, man. I love it. That's, that's like, that's how I've always gone about things, and. Mm -hmm. That's more important to me than anything else. That is more important. You know what's important to me? Getting you another vodka Red Bull. Would you like a refill? Let's do it. All right, all right. Okay, Isaac, your drink is refilled. We're good, baby. Let's go. Let's go, baby. Cheers, Cheers. to you, my man. So one thing that I haven't mentioned about how we met is is actually one of, one of the main reasons outside of, of course, how talented a producer you are is your health conditions. So my brother was born with a cleft lip. You were born with a cleft lip and a cleft palate too, right? Yeah. yeah. And I could immediately tell in your picture because my brother still has a scar. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what I like. I, I asked you about it or something, but um, over the years, I've, I've come to find out so much more about your story. And um, I'm grateful that my dad as a doctor has been able to help you with a few things. He has. And uh, I think probably to an extent, it's nice for you to be able to talk to someone who understands medicine a little bit, you know, like, yeah. like I'm genuinely always curious to get an update because you, it, yeah, in the best way possible, it's, it's interesting to me to see how, dude, like looking at you, bro, you're, you're a grown man to me now. You really are. And when I first met you, right, like you were like a young guy, like, and I'm going to share the audio of you talking in the first. No, don't yeah. do it. I was such it's a baby. It's so funny, man. It really is. But like, dude, like just against all odds, you're fucking here and you're killing it. And I know today you still deal with a lot of things and you've got a long road ahead. But yeah, I know there's a lot of people that are probably wondering like. Yeah, of course, of course. And what's I, what's been going on in your life, Isaac? And as much as you want to divulge, please share, my friend. Yeah, I have a big story, medically speaking. Mm -hmm. I was born with so much shit. Yeah. Um, and no one knows why. So that's always been a weird thing, you know. No one knows. No one knows. Like for my cleft lip palate. Yeah. Um, and you're right. It's such a small world, you know. Yeah. You guys are from India as well. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think your brother actually used some of the same. Probably used some of the same. I think we did. Doctors that. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so that was it's just so crazy. The whole. Yeah. The whole thing. It's meant. It's like another thing from the universe. It's meant to be. True. Um, but back to it. You know, I. Yeah, I had like the cleft lip, the palate. I'm missing some muscles. Um, I have a bunch of stuff going on with my teeth. Mm. I, I just there's weird random things, all over my body mm -hmm. that have just gone wrong. Yeah. For no apparent reason. Mm -hmm. um, so it's just been kind of, you know, it's been a long road. And, and I'm thankful that I have the music thing because it's something I can do from the couch or from the, you know, from the 
bed or whatever. I yeah, am. at home. At home. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have to go to a gym and I don't have to trap. I mean, you know. Yeah. So as long as I have my MacBook, I'm good. <laughs> but yeah, there's a. It's been crazy. It's been a crazy journey. And I still have some more stuff. I, I don't know how many surgeries I've had. Probably, I think I've had over 40 now. I feel like it's 50, probably. Yeah. You've had surgeries within the surgery. I've had surgeries in the surgery. Yeah. <laughs> um, the latest thing I've had was uh, I had a, a nut bar placed in my chest. Yeah. Um, because my lungs were like, collapsing on each other or whatever so that was my latest thing and they had to redo that just because that didn't work right and it ended mm -hmm. up breaking some of my ribs yeah so they so now i have this big 12 inch bar in my chest literally right now right now as we speak it's actually pretty badass it is it's pretty badass and i actually have the old one at home <laughs> that, like, oh my God. i have the old one and broke that the one that like broke my ribs i have it and it's super dope I'm so happy I have it, but you don't want it inside of you. I'm that would be you like your have. zombie apocalypse weapon, wouldn't it? <laughs> oh, sharpen yeah. it. <laughs> so, yeah, I have that, and I have some other stuff coming up, like with my jaw and and uh, my mouth, and just, you know how it goes. Yeah, man. But it's... Uh, it's tough. But, you know, I was raised. I was raised by my parents very well. I was raised to never, ever feel bad for myself. Mm -hmm. I, I was raised to never take anything for granted and I was raised and the number one thing that my parents always told me is there's someone that always has it worse than you yeah and, and that's, that's true and that's what I've always you know I've always 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 said that to everyone who's you know because I hate when people say oh I feel sorry for you right I hate like I know people do but I hate when people I just hate it because it's just the it's just a personal thing for me. You know? Yeah, of course, Isaac. Um, but uh, I'm so thankful that my parents raised me the way they did. And and I could have been a negative guy or yeah. I could have been a positive guy. Mm. And I really, really, really strive on positivity. Yeah. It's like a, a something I really, it gives me energy, you know, and, and sometimes it's hard to be positive. Yeah. With, uh, with some of the situations that I'm going through. Mm -hmm. But... I would rather be positive and hope for the best and continue to, to do whatever I can with music, whatever it is, yeah. to, to better myself and people around me yeah. um, than say, oh, I feel bad for myself. I'm going to quit. I'm going to give up. Um, I'm just going to be a no, like, you know, I'm not going to try anymore. And, and so I've always tried my best to, to be a positive person and be an advocate for positivity because, you know, there are a lot of people in the world that are struggling with a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, so you just you need to take everything you have for granted. And, and I take a lot for granted. I'm a very lucky person. Yeah. And I have a lot of cool things that are, that are happening. I have a lot of amazing people in my life. Yeah. Um, but, you know, not everything's perfect. Yeah. And it's made me into the person I am today. I feel like... For sure. I feel like if I didn't have that, that health... Um, situation, mm -hmm. I feel like I probably wouldn't be making music. Yeah. I probably would be going to college like everyone else. Yeah. And I would probably have a business degree and <laughs> and figure out the next step. For sure. You know? So I'm, I feel very lucky and, and uh, not lucky, but I feel like a weird, 
it's weird, but I feel like a sense of it's your path. Yeah, it's like hard to say lucky because like it's not lucky, but it's it's been no one else's path, right? Which yeah. is like you talk about going to college and getting a business degree, like that's something that's easy for everybody to understand because there is that path. But you're on this path of like one. I want you guys to know how humble he's still being right now because like nobody has had to experience things that you've experienced, but that's also made you so fucking tough, dude. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for that. I right? appreciate it. it. It has. I, I, uh, I have a super high pain tolerance. Fuck we'll yeah, you do. Yeah, I, I can do like anything without pain pills. So I, yeah, I love it. Um, <laughs> that's a good thing. Yeah, it me. is. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just feel like whatever is in the universe, whoever it is, whatever it is, I don't know. Yeah. But. Whoever's in control, if there is someone in control, if there's not, yeah, I know that, like, this all happened. There has to be a reason for this. Yeah, you know. And I've been super unlucky with a lot of shit in my life. I have. Yeah. I've been in. I've been unlucky. You know, I have some unlucky stuff going on. Yeah. But I also have. I have been super lucky. Mm. I have the some of the best friends. You know, I have you. I have uh, Tony. He's he's my brother. I have. Alex and Drew and I, I have some of the best best friends I and your for. your family right like, my family yeah you know I have I have a great my dad and my mom they're so supportive of me and they yeah. you know so I really 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 feel lucky I really do even All though considered yeah I have some I have some shitty luck but you know what everyone has when it all boils yeah. down yeah so. yeah that's interesting Isaac and just to put it simply right like what doesn't kill you makes you stronger man it hasn't killed me yet so and my guy i need to be around for a little longer bro i swear to fucking god 99.9999999999 you're literally the point zero 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 one percent of people that could fucking not only get through it but do it with a fucking smile on your face and an excitement towards the future. I remember when the whole bar situation was going on. I remember we had that long talk. I remember. And you were yeah. pissed. You were. I had never seen you like pissed. You were like, I don't want to do this. Like, I want to go on tour. Like, I've got all these great things going on. And I remember just like listening to you. And you kind of like talking yourself down a little bit, like just by getting it out. And I want you to know, like, it's okay to be pissed sometimes, dude. Yeah, I, you know, and I... It's weird. I grew up. I grew up in the hospital. You know. Yeah. Every summer until I was sixteen, seventeen, I had a major, major surgery because I was at school. Right. You know, during the year. Right. So I, I could never do it during the year. So my summers were taken up by by surgery. Because the surgeries would put you bedridden, basically, right? Yeah. Right. So, Just for, so people understand. Yeah, yeah. So usually, like, I had, I've had jaw. I had multiple jaw surgeries and other chest stuff. And, yep everything you know just crazy shit yeah but but uh it, it was they were major major operations yeah and you know i feel like as i have lived with it for my entire life i i missed out on a little bit you know i grew up pretty quick i spoke with at a young age from like you know when i was very young i started speaking to doctors and professional people yeah and and I, it, it made me grow up really quick. Yeah. So, you know, I, like a lot of like the high school, like BS that everyone, like, I, I skipped all that stuff. And yeah. I, I, I moved into like 
I want, this is what I want to do. I want to make music. I want to, I want to have a career, you know? So I kind of skipped a little bit of the, which I, I, you know, I'm not upset or not, you know, I'm, I don't know how I feel about it. Did you ever have the feeling like I want a normal life or is it like, yeah, I've had a normal life, but it's like, you know, I didn't go to the prom. Yeah, like, that, that, like that, that kind that of sense. stuff, you yeah. know, just, I've had a normal life, but just in the sense of like the normal stuff that most kids should do. Yeah. And I just, I guess I was just like at the point where like, I, I've had so much stuff that I don't care about the prom. I would rather yeah. make music and work on my career, you know, or, yeah. or go see my friends, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Because I just, I don't know, just with my experiences and I realized a lot of that stuff doesn't really matter. Yeah. I, you know, I just got, I've had life kind of, I've gotten the real picture of life through my experiences in the hospital and with my health and I've kind of had like, okay, like this is life and this is how it really is and Mm -hmm. this is how it needs to go for me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I do. So it's. It's a good thing. It's, it's not a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It's just my thing. It is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. It's like a you do you kind of situation. For sure. You and know. I hate you do you. Yeah. But I... <laughs> <laughs> I hate when people say that. But, but it's kind of what, you know? Yeah, I do. I do know what you mean. And I think there's a lot to be said about your unique journey. Yeah. And what I want people to understand or, or hope to learn from you is that through all of this, like it's it's really made you a more enhanced version of Isaac Palmer, right? Like right of mind, right of body, but also it's proven how strong the mind can be, Isaac. Yeah, the you know, physically, um I'm not the strongest guy and I'm not super I don't work out, you know, but mentally <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I'm, I don't want to like toot my own horn, yeah, but go ahead. mentally I'm, I'm, I have like, I'm good, you know? And that's your fucking edge, man. Yeah. Like mentally I'm, I just, with my experiences and with everything, I feel like mentally like. Exactly. I'm pretty, pretty squared away. Yep. Um, and you know, it, you had your good, good days where you, and then you have your experiences with like health and with everything else where you, uh, you know, you have your bad days and you, yeah. you have your sad days, but yeah, of course. it makes you stronger. And that's, but everyone has that just yeah. in different situations. Yeah. So I've always just been thankful that I don't have cancer or mm-hmm. a, a disease that's gonna like kill me. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm so thankful that I've still been very lucky, even though I've had, you know, I've had some, some problems and some issues. But yeah. At least I'm still here and I'm able to do what I can do and mm-hmm. and uh, maybe I do it a little different than other people do it, but yeah, I'm still still kicking. So the one thing to take away for you, Isaac, that I hope gives you kind of the 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 ability to sleep at night is that through your struggles, you're helping other people, younger people that might have some sort of symptom or operation or anything, and right? That's, that's been my biggest goal. You're like, you're laying the groundwork, man, for a brighter future for people. That's my biggest goal. I mean, I, I thank you so much. Right, that means so much. For real, for real, you are. It's if I can like 
as I grow and as my platform hopefully becomes bigger, yeah. um, you know, my goal is if I get to a level where I can really, like, if I have a, a good presence on social media or whatever it is, yeah. you know, if I can reach a certain amount of people, like, my goal is to be able to just inspire people and, and maybe even use some of my story to help people that are maybe going through similar situations yeah. to, you know, and it's, I've even had people that are paralyzed reach out to me before and say, like, really? and that was for me, that was one of the most craziest things I've ever, that was probably two years ago that happened. I didn't even know that. Um, it was someone who was paralyzed and they reached out and they're like, like you inspired me to start making music again. And I was like, wow. And that's amazing. Yeah. And, and for me, it, that was like a wow moment. Yeah. And I think, what if I can reach even more people one mm -hmm. day? Like, wonder mm -hmm. how many lives I can hopefully change and help inspire people. And, and you know, my, if I can make enough money, I would love to start a foundation. That's another big thing of mine. I would, I would love to start a foundation for people who were born with like cleft lips, palate, yeah. um, other situations that I've had. And, yeah. And just, I would really love to start that, but I'm not there yet. Maybe one day, but that's my, I've always tried to, to be that person that can, that people can count on to get inspired by, you know? You inspire the shit out of me, my man. Thank you. Thank That's you. a fucking fact. Thank you so much. And you're inspiring so many people, man, with your music, with your story, with your fucking energy. And you're, like I said, man, the very beginning of this interview, we're on the precipice of something. We don't know yet, but we can smell it. I don't know what's gonna- <laughs> We can know. fucking smell it. I'm hoping for the best. I'm working, I'm working my ass off. So. You are, and something really incredible just happened too. This special collab, Isaac Palmer and Thompson need you. Yes, sir. Dude. Bro. You can say dude or bro when the drop hits because it's just that good. This one's called Need You by Isaac Palmer and Thompson. Did this happen, man? Tell people who he is. Do we too. want the story? Okay. Thompson. Yeah, we want the story. Thompson, I met him in Vegas. Oh in, yeah. Uh, you know how it goes. I've you been in know Vegas. how it goes. I've been in Vegas a few times. <laughs> um, but I was with uh, uh I was at Timmy Trumpet's show mm -hmm. um, with Timmy, and I met Thompson. He's a he's a, like an influencer, content creator. Yeah. Um, he's from Australia. He lives in L.A. Mm -hmm. Um. And we, I met him in Vegas, and he's like, yo, bro, let me uh, get you information, and we connected, and like two months later, he sent me a, mu he sent me a message, he's like, Isaac, let's make some music, and I'm like, hell yeah, let's do it. <laughs> and uh, and then I had, uh, we had Need You together, we made it together, and and uh, he's like, I wanna have the, the record be my walkout to the KSI fight. Cause he's, he's a fighter. He's a fighter, he fights crocodiles, snakes and all that shit and he plays the violin and he plays it really well 
He actually wait. Him. He fights snakes. I don't know. I think he fought a snake. What the fuck? I think he. I know he's like. How do you win? He's an Australian dude. Yeah, they like they're, fuck around. They're, yeah, they're wild. <laughs> they're crazy. <laughs> and he's like fucking really Australian too, right? He's Australian. Like he's, he's not like the coffee shop Australian. Oh no. <laughs> and I'm like, I knew if like if he's there with Timmy because yeah. I know Timmy and Timmy's Timmy's like just he's such an energetic guy. Yeah. And I'm like anyone who's around Timmy. Watch out for that, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it premiered at the KSI fight, or his fight with, uh, I don't know who it was with, but he walked out to it, so that was so cool for me to see. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's been been going well. It's amazing, dude. Yeah, thank you so much. So cool. Yes. One's under the hood right now, then. Under the hood, wow. Yeah. Well, I have, uh, I have some cool stuff coming out. I just premiered the... Uh, I didn't, but my buddy Kubrick, mm-hmm. he's from Germany. Yep. We actually premiered. I was there. Yeah. We I, <laughs> we, we were in Germany. I he, had a, he was playing the same festival that we were at. And uh, he's like, yo, let's play the song on the main stage together. And I'm like, hell yeah. We should totally do it. Yes. So we did it. We played a, a new crap. A new to, a, oh, tongue twister. It's the vodka. It's the <laughs> yeah, vodka. it's the vodka. It's the vodka. No, we played a new song on the main stage in Germany. Yeah. So that was sick. Yes. Um, so I can't wait for you guys to see the video. And there were so many people. It was wild. Mm-hmm. Um, What's the track called? The track, am I allowed to say? It's called Higher. Higher. I will say. It's called Higher. Yeah, no, he played it during the stream, right? Oh, yeah. He just did the one, uh, 101 track list um, interview and stream. Yeah. Uh, so you guys should check that out on YouTube. You can get a sneak peek of the song. Yep. Um, and it's going to be out real soon. So I'm super stoked. Hell yes. It's, it's going to be cool. That's big, man. And I have a lot of other stuff as well. Um, but we're trying to figure out like, like I'm like, well, what do I want to do with it? Where do I want it to go? Yeah. So maybe I'll self-release a little bit of it. Maybe I'm going to sign some more. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's all in the works. I'm, I'm really excited. You're having a good time doing it though, huh? I'm having a great time. I can't complain. No, man can't complain and he's shown me a lot of the music that he hasn't released can you, you can tell us about the mashup pack though oh yeah yeah i should say something about that tell them before you actually like tell them like promoting it isaac f- has taught me a lot of big things but also a lot of little things that i've really paid attention to and one of those is the art of djing right like performing and having yes mashups and remixes and edits and this is like seems like an obvious thing but that only you have or like that you can count on hearing and dude i fucking thought about that shit a lot lately you know i put out a mashup pack yeah and i was playing out these mashups for like like i don't play a ton of shows but when i do play shows Mm -hmm. i was playing the mashups every time everything's isaac palmer created basically yes mashup wise yes And I, you know, I play other people's records. Sure. But the mashups, like, I created. Mm-hmm. So it was really fun to play out my own and see, okay, what's going to happen? Right. And honestly, they all went off. Fuck it was yes. Freaking cool. cool. <laughs> Super fucking awesome. Um, it was awesome. Yeah. And I put the first one out. went pretty well. And I just, I love providing people and other DJs who maybe play a lot more shows than I do right, right now with some really cool, like, 
like a DJ tool. Yeah. You know, it's like something that they can use and, right. and it works. Yep. Um, so I have, uh, I think there's six mashups in the new one. They're good. You guys got to use mixed and key. It's more than a mashup though. Like he, sure. He like puts an acapella with like an, a com- composition. He creates a buildup. And he fucking literally, I don't even know how to say it, you perform music theory on a mashup somehow. <laughs> I don't know how. It's like fucking doing human surgery on a horse, but this guy fucking <laughs> figures it out. Sometimes, sometimes there's like three or four songs yeah. included <laughs> into the one mashup. Like just the build up is like three songs. Yeah. But it's okay. And it's probably a little overkill. You know, but dude, but you know what? They work. It works. It works. So that's going to be out very soon. I'm working on, on that, but yeah. Like all... in the next month? Yeah. In the next month. Hell Let's yeah. go, baby. Yeah. We, you just figured that out for me. So thank you. Okay. It's coming out in the next month. In the month. next month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, uh, it's been fun. I love doing it. And if you're not like, if you're having like an off day and you have a, like a writer's block for your normal stuff. Mm-hmm. Make some mashups. Yeah. Yeah. Make some mashups or try to remake other people's music. Yeah. That's a good way to to get out of a writer's block. I agree. It's fun. Yeah. I, I, everybody loves a good mashup. Yeah. Mixed in key. Mixed in key 10. I'm an 8. Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> we're up, we're updating different things. You. I'm DJing where my record box is up to date. You DJ Yours more. might not be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe one day. This guy's gonna be on fucking world tour before we know it, though. That's true. I'm I'm crossing my fingers. We're gonna find out. We're taking our time with the shows, though. Yeah, take your time, make your music, work hard. It's all about the music, baby. And be yourself, baby. Exactly, dude. This has been fucking awesome. This is one of the I've never sat here for like an hour and a half just talking and talking to one of my best friends here. Yeah, hey, but. What what an experience. Did you have fun? I had a great time. Did it's, you have fun? I'm not quite done yet. What? Oh! Well, I'm sleeping on the couch, so we have a yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, not, he's not going anywhere, actually. Yeah, we're... <laughs> we're going to hang out. We're going to continue to hang out. Yeah. 100%. So I can't say an official goodbye, but I would like to say an official thank you for being the first three-timer on Sherman the Booth, baby. And... If I already had it made you take a shot of Malort and throw up in the past, I would make you do it right now no, we're not with doing me. It. But I had to do it in the it, bar. It didn't go well. It didn't go well. I, I had Isaac do you, it. You Malort should tell shot. the story real quick. Yeah, yeah. You know, you guys know me. And I uh, was with our good friend Ray, and we were waiting on Electric Hotel or something, right? What were we doing? Yeah, it, you had a show. We were just we were just basically. Well, I think were you just twenty one? I can't remember. There was a reason I was like bar hopping around and like buying you different drinks and shit. And I was like, perfect. I just need a shot of Malort. And this guy literally just drinks like Red Bull vodka. And of course, the nice guy is. This is, that is so funny because that is you telling me that it's not okay to put gain on every track. And it was you telling me that it's like okay to buy a shot of Malort. And we take the shot of Malort. And I was like, okay, (laughs) I'm going to go to the bathroom. And I don't even think twice because I took a video of it. I was like uploading it. And you come back. You're like, I just threw that up. I'm like, <laughs> fuck, dude. <laughs> I'm so sorry. 
It's so unnecessary. Yeah, it was horrible. With this ball in my chest, I'm like, every time I throw up, it, I, I, I don't puke much anymore because, you know, you got to be careful with this oh ball Oh, my chest, God, but. dude. That was... You know what? It was totally worth it because... You, you did it. We have a story now. We do. It's a good story. And I'm glad I did it then and not now. That's true. Because I would probably be... It wouldn't be good. I would be hiking my way to your toilet, <laughs> and you don't want that. I'm telling you that right now, so... Let's just say we did. Yeah, let's say we did. To us, Isaac. Cheers, brother. My dear friend, thank you so much for tuning in, guys. If you made it all the way to the end, make sure you go follow this guy at Isaac Palmer Official, SoundCloud, Spotify. Keep an eye on him. He's coming to a city near you. Love you guys. Thank you.